got something on my heart this morning, maybe doing some teaching, preaching. But I want to obey the Lord. Amen. Found out a long time ago, Brother Darrell, God knows more than we can ever pretend we know. Somebody say amen. He knows exactly what's needed, when it's needed. Amen. He knows how much is needed. Somebody say amen right there. Well, we like, a lot of times we, put, we want to put too much something in. Amen or not enough. But God knows the proper amount of everything we need. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so y'all pray for us this morning. I appreciate the Lord. I appreciate his presence. Amen. Luke chapter number 10. Very, very familiar scripture. Amen. I probably ain't got nothing new. Just amen may be new to me a little bit. Amen. Uh, I like it when God shows me something a little different. But that's all right. Amen. It's probably something that's been preached a thousands and thousands of times. But amen, it's still in the Bible. Somebody say amen. Still needs to be preached. Amen. Luke chapter number 10. And amen. And we're going to start reading in verse number 25. And uh, y'all pray for us. Sitting there thinking. Y'all know me, I just spit it out. Is everybody all right? Don't know how many times Miss Joyce has been up to the door, death's door. Just in the last couple years. I've been over there prayed for, I've gotten calls, she's going, they don't know what's going, going to the hospital. And I'm going to say this, amen, it's, it's just going to say it. Had she went on, amen, and they'd have got me probably, I don't know, they might have got Brother Eric, I don't know, might have got some, I don't know who they'd have got. They'd probably got me, I'm her pastor. To stand over this lovely lady and preach her funeral, and I'd have preached it like she was basking in the love of God, and she'd have been burning in hell. Oh, thank Brother Eric and Miss Shelley for going and getting her mama start bringing her back to the house of God. Boy, what a tragedy it would have been had you never went and got her, Miss Shelley, and never started bringing her back to the house of God, even when sometimes she might not have felt 100%. Is everybody all right? Why is it so important to come to church and, and not get out of church? Amen. That right there. 80 what? 87 years old. Be 88 next month. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. And if she's able and they want to, she wants to, we'll baptize her next Sunday. That's right. We're having a baptizing next Sunday night. Amen. And if she don't want to, that's fine too. She's just, hey, once you get saved, you ain't got to be baptized to go to heaven. Is everybody all right? If you do, then the thief didn't make it. Is everybody okay? That religion tells you come down here, confess, and be baptized, and be saved. That religion's out of hell. Is everybody all right? That ain't how you get it. Amen. You don't repeat no prayer. Amen. You ain't going to get dunked in every, every mud hole from here to Alabama. Somebody say amen. You can do that all you want to and still wind up in hell. Amen. Unless the blood's applied, you ain't going. Amen. Luke chapter number 10. There for me, start with verse number 25. And behold. And behold, a certain lawyer, amen. That tells me right here, amen, this was an actual event. A certain lawyer, amen. He's not making this up. 
Is everybody all right? This is a true, a real, original. I mean, this is somebody, amen, that was alive and breathing breath. Brother Darrell, a lawyer, amen, and as Jesus was walking by, the lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said unto him, What is written in the law, how readest thou? What's written in your, what's written in your Bible? Now listen to this. And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Who said? Jesus said. Thou hast answered right. This do, and thou shalt live. Everybody all right? Verse number 29. But he, who the lawyer, willing to justify himself, isn't that amazing? Isn't that the way most folks are? Willing to justify their sin? Willing to just, trying to, trying to justify their backsliding? Somebody say amen. Trying to justify their lack of service to God? Trying to justify what they do they know is wrong? Or trying to justify what they don't do that they know they should do. Somebody say amen. Him trying to justify himself. Everybody all right? But he willing to justify himself said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus answered and said, A certain man. Here it is. Everybody all right? This was an individual, again, a certain man. Amen. Jesus didn't making this up. This truly happened. This was an incident that happened along the road somewhere. Amen. And we're fixing to read about it. I want you to get a hold of this. A certain man went down from Jerusalem. And we know when we see Jerusalem, we can automatically know. Amen. That's where the temple was. Amen. So y'all know me. Amen. I'm just going to tell you, I believe this is somebody that left church. Is everybody all right? got out of church. That's what I believe. That's the way I preach it. I ain't going to stop preaching it that way. Amen. A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves. And that's usually what happens when they get out of church. They're going to fall. Amen. Probably done did. Probably done fell before they ever got out. Somebody say amen. But anyway, he fell among thieves which stripped him, amen, of his raiment, here he is naked, and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. Wow. Half dead. Now this man's struggling. He's wounded. He's naked. He's ashamed. Is everybody all right? That's what happens when you get naked, amen. That's a, a form of shame. Is everybody okay? Y'all quiet this morning. Amen. Here's somebody wounded. There's somebody hurting. Amen. And they're half dead. They're, they're, they're struggling now. Amen. And listen to this. And so I, I, by chance, verse 31, I'll just finish reading it right quick. By chance there came down a certain priest that way. When he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had 
compassion on him. Boy, we need more of that in the church. We need more of that in the world. We need more of that in the children of God. Somebody say amen. A little compassion, a little love, a little mercy, a little pity. Somebody say amen. Go a long way with that one that's wounded. Somebody say amen. Go a long way with helping that one. Amen. Amen. That's done, done something they're ashamed of. Somebody say amen. Look compassion. Amen. Instead of being so judgmental, is everybody all right? Look compassion. Go a long way. Amen. With that one that's struggling. Is everybody okay? Oh, it's preaching time now. Amen. Have compassion on him. Verse 34, and went to him, bound up his wounds, listen to this, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast and brought him to an end and took care, took care. Boy, we need to have care. We need to take care of some things, church. Take care of some people. Is everybody all right? Took care of him. Amen. We're so, we're so willing to just push them out to the wolves. Oh, look, they done messed up. You better be careful, Pharisee. Is everybody all right? You better be real because they messed up. Now they too dirty. Now they too, now they too offensive. Now they too, now they too wicked. Now understand, we don't partake of their sin. Somebody say amen. Buddy, we better learn to take care. Took care of him. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him. And whatsoever thou spendest more when I come again, I will repay thee. Now, which of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that shewed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. Church. I begin to look at this scripture and God begin to speak to my heart. And I want to help us today. Amen. I want to slow it down just a little bit. Go back to verse number 30. The Bible said a certain man went down from Jerusalem. Now I believe, and I believe we could look at the world today. We could look at the churches. We could look at those that that used to go to church, that are out of church now. But we can also look at some within the church. I believe that within the church, and, and maybe even here today, amen, we could look at some of the things mentioned in this verse right here, and we could find some here today, maybe even at Calvary Baptist Church, amen, that are struggling, that are wounded, that maybe have allowed something in their life, Hey, it brought shame to them. Is everybody all right? That's preaching time. Y'all don't get too quiet on me. I mean, we ain't preaching a funeral today. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Amen goes right there. Hallelujah. And so I begin to look at this. A certain man went down from Jerusalem, went down from the house of God, went down, left the church, got out of church, got out of church, walked away from church. Boy, I can name names. Y'all could too. Of people that used to go to church, maybe here, maybe other churches, maybe people in your family. Amen, that I don't even know. That years ago used to serve God, but they've walked away. They've walked away. And their life has gotten a mess, or 
their, 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 their hearts are broken or, or their, their marriages are all on the rock. Somebody say amen. Or, or just things their children have wandered out in sin. I mean, we can name a thousands and thousands of things. Amen, that happens. said that he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves. Got to running with the wrong crowd. Is everybody all right? You be careful running with that crowd. Amen, that, that, that's going against what your preacher says. Hey, is everybody okay? It's preaching time. You be careful running with that crowd that tells you everything your preacher preaches against is okay. Is everybody all right? Oh, that, oh, you ain't got to do that. Oh, I know the preacher said that, but. I know your preacher preaches that, but. I know you heard. I know the Bible says that, but that really ain't for us. No, it's all for us. Is everybody okay? Amen goes right there. Things we've heard all our life. Things the preachers preached all our life. All of a sudden, we get to running around with a different crowd. Amen. Other, other than the crowd down at the house of God. Amen. And then everything that, that was wrong, everything that, that God said was off limits, now is acceptable behavior. Really? Is everybody okay? It's preaching time. I begin to look at where he went. Jericho. Right? And then where he went? I didn't know a whole lot about Jericho. I know that's where the walls fell. Is everybody all right? I know that's where the walls fell. Everybody, I know that's where the enemy of God was camped out. Amen. Of God's people. Amen. And the walls fell. I know that's where God cursed. Is everybody okay? Uh, I know that's where Achan got in trouble when he went in there and took up the uh, curse thing. I know that much about Jericho. I know what happened in the Bible. Amen. When, when they were standing on the walls of Jericho. And the walls fell. Because the hand of God was against it. Now, now listen. I do know that much about it. But I didn't know a whole lot. So I, I looked it up. I want to know some things about Jericho. And I found this, amen, in, in one of the, of the Bible dictionaries. It says... Jericho is 800 feet below sea level. I didn't know that. Y'all know that? Its location is, is right there near the Dead Sea, just a couple miles away from there. Amen. And the Jordan River goes down through there and empties out into the sea. So it's, But there's water there. But I, I didn't know that, that Jericho really, really don't get very much rain at all. Did y'all know that? I didn't know that. Says in a year's time, says it's 800 feet below sea level. Jericho, though, has a climate that is tropical, seems tropical, although it gets only just a very few inches of rain a year, sometimes none at all. But it's a, a climate that looks tropical. And there's things that grow there. I didn't know that. Hey, Amen. I wanted to find out about Jericho. Tropical. Jericho is described, listen to this, as a wonderful oasis known as the city of palm trees. Wow. I didn't, but that's what it is. Jericho flourishes with date palms. Y'all know what that is? Look, girls, that ain't, that ain't going out on a date. 
Amen. Holding some boy's palms, sweaty palms. Amen. If he's got sweaty palms, get away from him. Is everybody okay? Is everybody okay? That's not what it is. Y'all know what y'all know what dates are, right? That's what it grows, a sweet fruit. I didn't know that. But that's 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 out there home to Jericho. Grows that. Date palm. Jericho describes one wonderful oasis known as the city of palm trees. Jericho flourishes with date palms. Banana trees grow. This is a place that don't get very much rain. But man, it's looking very tempting. Is everybody all right? It's looking very tempting, but, but there ain't no rain falling in Jericho. Palm trees, balsams, sycamores, and henna grows down there. Y'all know what henna is? I had to look that up. Date, date palm has a sweet, edible fruit. Amen. We, we've done discussed that, the dates. Amen. And henna, henna is powdered leaves. Listen to this, of a tropical shrub used as a dye to color the hair or and to decorate the skin, the body, tattooed. Is everybody all right? Oh man, they'll, they'll paint sin, they'll paint Jericho, buddy. It's, it's an oasis out there in the middle of the desert. Don't get no rain, but boy, it sure looks good. Man, they'll make sin look real good. They'll paint sin a pretty picture. Amen, but I'm telling you right now, you'll drop in Jericho. Is everybody all right? Amen. Preacher preaches against tattoos, but them down there in Jericho, amen, they, they'll thrive on that. They'll tell you it's okay. The things the preacher said, amen, up there in Jerusalem at the house of God, now down in Jericho, running with the wrong crowd, is all of a sudden acceptable. Is everybody all right? I'm still going to preach against tattoos. Amen goes right. This Bible still says, print no marks on your body. Everybody all right? And I don't care if you go down, amen, to Jericho, amen, and get you a henna tattoo. Is everybody all right? That's still wrong. Is everybody okay? Oh, it's preaching time. Amen. Well, the preacher said, oh, yeah, I heard what your preacher said, but that don't really matter. Amen. That's what some of y'all tell your children. Amen. You better be careful. They'll wind up in Jericho running with the wrong crowd. Amen. They'll wind up wounded. They'll wind up ashamed or making you ashamed. Talk to me, church. Is everybody okay? And they'll wind up struggling. Not just struggling in church, but struggling with living. Struggling in life. Struggling to make ends meet. Struggling in their mind. Amen, to keep their sanity, they'll wind up struggling, half dead. That's what's going on, they're struggling. Amen. I know, I know, amen. I know, listen to me, listen to me, man. Listen to me, listen to me, man. Amen, there's things on the internet you ought not be looking at. Is everybody okay? But down in Jericho, they make it look good. They make it sound good. Is everybody okay? Down in Jericho, it's acceptable. But there ain't no water in Jericho. Is everybody all right? You can't drink the Dead Sea. Is everybody okay? It's preaching time. Hallelujah right there. 
Somebody says, what about all the things I've done for God's sake? God ain't going to hold you accountable for none of that. You ought to shout the roof off right there. Amen. I know we got folks in here with tattoos, got them before they got saved. Somebody say amen right there. I know folks done things before they got saved. Amen. But when you get saved, God washes all that, cleans you up. Hallelujah. Forgives us of our sin. Somebody say amen. We are forgiven. Everybody okay? And so in Jericho, these things are there. These things are calling out to us. These things are saying, come, run with us. The Bible said a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves. Got with the wrong crowd. I'm telling you right now, that crowd at Jericho, amen, when you get down and out, when you get down and out and you start struggling, amen, the Bible said they left him. They'll leave you. Church won't. I'm telling you, I don't care what nobody tells you about Calvary Baptist Church. Amen. If you'll stay here, amen, these folks around here will stay by you even in your lowest time. How do you know I've witnessed it over the years? I'm not telling you something I hadn't witnessed. Amen. I've witnessed the church over the years stand by those, amen, hallelujah, that are struggling. Stand by those, amen, that maybe allowed things in their life that they're ashamed of, amen, that got wounded, amen, that the devil's trying to defeat and tear up and destroy. I've seen this church stand by them and pray for them and weep for them and lend a hand to them. Somebody say, I've witnessed Calvary. Baptist church, be that good Samaritan, hallelujah. Woo! Amen. We might not be the biggest in number, but we're the biggest in heart. And I don't care what nobody says. Is everybody all right? Said they, said they was wounded. Said he was wounded. You'd be here today. You'd be sitting on the bench of the church. And you could be wounded. The devil snuck up to you, got next to you, said something in your ear. Something come into your life, wounded you. Wounded you. You got hurt. You got hurt. Maybe a little shame has crept in. And the Bible said, went down, fell among thieves, stripped him of his raiment, and wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Struggling. Struggling to make it. Amen. And then I go down to verse number 34, and I see what he done. The Bible said the good Samaritan came his way and had compassion on him in 33 and verse 34 and went to him and bound up his wounds. And what did he do? Pouring in oil and wine. Wrapped him up into those wounds he poured in oil and wine. Oil and wine. He poured in oil and wine. And we know the oil represent, amen, the healing of God, and the wine represents the spirit, 
Amen. What I'm saying is this. Amen. What this man, what a lot of folks in the church have today, the problem they have, amen, in so much physical, in so much mental, amen, they've got a spiritual problem. They need spiritual healing in their life. Amen. They need somebody, amen, to come by their way oh, with a word from the Lord, Troy, and pour in some wine and some oil that they can be healed. But too many of us, we spend all day, amen, listening to the wrong music, watching the wrong things, talking to the wrong crowd, and we've got no oil and wine. All we got's a little vinegar, and we're trying to heal them with that, and all we do is make them more bitter. Because we're trying to pour the world into them. We're trying to pour the things of the world. This is what's in our heart. This is what we live. And we do it this way. And we don't care. And we're trying to pour it in. They're wounded. They're hurting. Amen. They're half dead. They're struggling. And we're trying to help them with vinegar. When what they need is wine and oil. Somebody to get in the word of God. And get fed. Because they're dry. They need some water. They need some wine and oil. Or they're going to die. They're going to wind up worldly, ungodly, not half dead, but all dead. Because we're afraid we'll offend them. Everybody all right? We're afraid we'll offend them. Let me tell you something. It ain't that. It ain't that at all. You can't pour in no uh, uh, oil and wine because you ain't got none. Amen? You can't pour in what you ain't got. You ain't spent no time in the Word of God. You ain't spent no time praying. You ain't spent no time listening to the right music. How in the world you gonna pour some wine and oil into somebody when you ain't even got none yourself? You can't give them what you ain't got. Is everybody all right? We spend no time with God. Amen. And when we come to church, we really ain't there. Is everybody all right? Somebody needs some healing. Somebody's hurting. And, I, and you know, one thing I know about wounds, sometimes, you listen to me, child of God, sometimes in wounds, leave scars. That's right. I got some. I've got some scars of some wounds. Amen. That I've gotten. Amen. From those I, I go to church with or went to church with. Is everybody all right? Church ain't perfect. Amen. Oh no. And sometimes somebody, amen, who thinks they're helping you. They're not bringing no, no oil and wine to you. They're bringing you a little vinegar and they're pouring it in trying to help you. And that just causes more hurt. Is everybody all right? Causes more shame. Is everybody okay? Causes them to feel bad more. They're never going to get healed when we're pouring in vinegar. Is everybody all right? You want me to tell you how they'll get healed? Is when somebody gets a burden for their soul. When somebody gets a burden for their, for their joy, not your joy, but their joy. When somebody gets a burden, amen, to see them happy and joyous in the Lord and serving God and worshiping God, amen, like you know they should, amen, you get along with God. 
Hey, you get to praying to God and talking to God and, and you get in the Bible and you find something from God. Amen. And, and the Holy Ghost comes by and squeezes your heart and fills it with some oil. Amen. And some wine. And then you've got something to give them. Everybody okay? It's not that deep. It's not that difficult. But what they need, they don't need us trying to pour more of the world in trying to tell them it's acceptable. Oh, I know the preacher said it, but. I know the preacher preaches against it, but. That's right, right there, that right there is vinegar. That's going to cause more bitter, more hurt feelings, more heartache. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Huh? But boy, well, you know, they, they don't want to hear it. They said they don't want us to talk about it. They said they don't want to hear about it. Yeah, they don't want to, but they need to. They need to know what's right. Is everybody okay? They're half dead. They're struggling. They're struggling just to make it. They're half dead. They're already ashamed. They took them and stripped them. Is everybody all right? They need to know. Amen, that the word of God and repentance will cover that shame. They need to know, amen, that the oil and the wine, hey, it can heal them. It can give them strength back, amen. They don't have to walk around half dead. They can walk around full of the spirit of God again. Is everybody all right? Oh, yeah. They can get it back right. Amen. That's what they need to hear, but they don't want to. You know why? Amen, because they're still running around with that. Jericho crowd. Amen. They still, they still, they still bitter over the vinegar somebody's been pouring in them. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? You ever smelled vinegar? It gives off a stink. About like some folks' attitude. I can tell when they've been in the vinegar. Is everybody all right? The attitude stinks. Everybody's preaching time now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Won't know somebody. Won't know somebody's been in the vinegar. Amen. Just look at their attitude. Their attitude stinks. Attitude stinks about what? Stinks about church. Stinks about the things of God. They'd rather be in the world, doing the things of the world, living like the world, dressing like the world, looking like the world, running with the world, standing down at the house of God, worshiping God, praising God, singing God's songs, hearing the preaching. Hey, they've been in the vinegar because their attitude stinks. It gives off a smell. That's something else Jericho means. A scent. Thank you, Lord. He just tied all that together. Amen. That's what it means. It's a scent. It's a certain scent. A certain aroma. Yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't think that was important, but it is. Amen. You run down to Jericho, you'll start smelling like it. Is everybody all right? You'll start giving off that, that bitter aroma. That vinegar smell. Everybody okay? Amen. I'd rather smell a skunk than vinegar. Everybody all right? You ever smelt any? I guarantee you this. You won't take a jar of that vinegar and do it like this. Mm. It'd be. Stick your tongue out like that, look like a snake. In my days, Matt, they, they some wines that are real sweet. Amen. And I'm not I'm not advocating it. But 
Boy, that, that, that sweet wine, that new wine, that wine, that spirit. You can take a bottle of that and go. Everybody all right? You ain't going to do vinegar that way. Amen. That's why they're bitter. They're struggling trying to get the world down. Okay, I'll take another sip. What is that? Tastes like vinegar. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in a wine bottle. Make it look good. Everybody all right? Put apple on it. Apple cider vinegar. Ain't nothing apple about that. It's nasty. I've ate rotten apples. Didn't taste that bad. Is everybody all right? Amen goes right there. Man, I'll eat, I'll eat a slab of liver before I'll take a big drink of vinegar. Is everybody okay? It's preaching time. Amen. They walk around. Who in the world wants that? Man, give me something. Put a pep in your step, joy in your life and in your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for the water. What they need is somebody to come by that's going to spend some time with God. Maybe, maybe they're sitting on the pew today. Now, I'm not saying advocate and run and grab them and drag them to the altar, kick them and scream up like that, no. You might not even know who it is. Everybody in here looks good, looks saved, looks happy. But somebody maybe has been trying to pour some vinegar in you, telling you the world's okay. You don't have to do it that way. And it just makes them more and more bitter. So I'm talking to you, church. If you really want to help somebody, what they need. They don't need more of the world. They don't need the church folks trying to pour the world in them. They need, they need some oil and wine. He poured in oil and wine to heal their wounds. He wrapped them, poured the oil and wine in and wrapped them to cover their shame. Are you hearing me? Took them to the inn. I preached on that inn one time. And I preached on the inn over there that didn't have room for Jesus. And I, and I made the references as two different churches. Y'all remember that? Maybe do, maybe don't. Well, that's the church we need to be. The one right here. That, that, that gives them shelter. And will provide for them. And care for them. Provide, provide the healing, the love, the compassion Because they're wounded and they're hurting. And yes, maybe they're ashamed. And maybe they're struggling today. Maybe it was a battle inside their heart and soul just to get to the house of God. Just to get to the house of God. Maybe they struggle. Maybe the devil's trying to draw them out. I don't know. But oh, what I do know if we keep pouring vinegar the world in them, all we'll do is drive them out. When what they really need is some oil and wine. 
We can't depend on the world to pour in the, the oil and the wine. No, they got in with them thieves. He got in with them thieves. And the wound just got worse. Amen, the hurt, the shame, they stripped him. Stripped him, left him half dead, struggling. The world don't care about it. The world ain't never cared about you, sir, ma'am. Never will. Young folks, listen to me. The world don't care about you. You know what the world wants out of you, young ladies? I heard Brother Chris Grinstead preach this one time. The world wants your fur. That's what the devil wants. I heard Brother, I don't know how, Brother Chris Grinstead preached it. Man, that made me, he said, Lord, good Lord, what a preacher he was. I'll drop that right there. But the devil wants your fur. First kiss. Boys and girls, listen to me. That's right, your first, your first time, your first drink, your first snort. That's what they're after. Yeah. Yeah. First time you shoot up. That's what he's after, your first. What do you do if, if he gets it, preacher? Amen, that's a wound. And I'm going to pour a little wine and oil in it right now. Thank God for God's mercy and grace. The Bible said, for his grace is sufficient. Hey, every one of us probably, probably lost our first everything before we ever got saved. Most of us did. Well, these young folks ain't yet. Somebody shout hallelujah. Thank God for his grace and his mercy. Even when we... He said, I would that you sin not, but if any have sinned, we have an advocate with the Father. Right? And even at 87 years old, I don't, I don't advocate waiting that long. Everybody all right? Well, this morning, this morning, maybe, maybe, maybe you don't have any oil and wine to offer. Maybe you ain't struggling. Maybe all you got right now is a little vinegar. Tell you what you do. It's not too late for you to get filled with oil and wine. What do you got first? You got to start pouring that vinegar out, getting rid of it, getting rid of getting rid of the things of the world in your life. In your life, get in the Bible, study it more, read it. When the Bible goes against what we're doing. Don't close the book. Change your life. Everybody all right? Pray. Pray more. If you'll talk to God, listen to me. If you'll humble yourself and talk to God, I promise you, I promise you on the authority of God's word, if you're his, he will listen to you. I can't tell you how many times me and my wife have struggled over. Just listen to me. Miss Shelley, she's laughing. Most married couples could just listen, hear me out. I can promise you that you will talk to God. I promise you he will listen. He has the answer you need. It might not be the one you want, 
but he has the answer you're looking for. He will speak to your heart. He will tell you through his word. So what do we do? Well, we got to read the word. We got to pray more. And we got to let the word and prayer change us. Fill us with the wine and the oil. They that live in the spirit must also walk in the spirit. We need to start being more spiritual. That's what the church needs. That's what the world needs. Husbands, that's what your wife needs is a more spiritual man. Somebody willing to lay down, amen, the things of the world and pick up the things of God, which is this Bible right here. You want your family to follow you and walk behind you? Amen, you follow God. You walk behind, you become the spiritual leader of your home. And not to, not to iron fist. Is everybody okay? Become the spiritual leader of the home. We need to be more spiritual, not less. Oh, you're just too super spiritual. God help us to get super spiritual. Is everybody okay? Now, I'm not talking about putting on no show. Talking about walking with God. Because somebody needs somebody to pour in some oil and wine. Maybe somebody in your family. Maybe somebody you work with. Maybe, maybe just an acquaintance. Maybe somebody you come to church with needs some oil and wine poured in them. We can't give them what we ain't got. Everybody all right? It's not a club to beat them over the head with. Right? This morning, I don't know. I mean, that's just the way the Lord gave it to me. Made a whole lot of sense to me. Might not have made any to you. That's all right. I ain't taking none of it. need some oil and wine. I need somebody to pour in some oil and wine. They're wounded, they're hurting, and they're hurting. They're stripped of their garment, they're naked, they're shamed, maybe. I don't know. They're half dead, they're struggling just to keep going. Just to keep what they don't need is more of the world. They need some oil and wine. Somebody will give them something from God. Somebody make your way to the piano.